Hello, amigo, amigaso, Content Jefe. Welcome to the Content Jefe podcast brought to you by the Pad Sound School. I'm Veronica. And I'm Studio Steve. This podcast is for you. If you are an online business owner, content creator, trying to figure out content creation and how to make money online, on each episode, we'll bring you inside the world of content marketing so you can bake and take. So you can bake cookies. <laughs> On each episode, we'll bring you inside the content marketing world so we can help you make better content and more money. Yes, and on today's episode, this one is a really important one. It's one that we'll probably have another episode or 10 about, and it's all about how to improve your money mindset. This is critical. Yeah. And we've got a lot to get into. Yeah. But we better this get This episode is very juicy. We're excited. Oh, hey. Sorry. Don't don't mind me. I was just taking a nap here on the mic. <laughs> how are you doing? Good. How are you? I like your purple lipstick for those of you who are not watching this podcast. Yes. She's wearing I nice just, purple lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I like to. Always a joy to be on the other side of the microphone here with you. I know. You know, it's it's it's, it's I'm nice. cute. <laughs> I'm cute. What can I say? What can I say? And today, especially, I just spend a lot of time on my makeup. Yeah, uh, and you have which, a, by the way, if you haven't seen the tutorials of the juicy lip lady on uh, TikTok, what's her name? Do you know her actual? I name? know, I don't know her name, but I, I'm gonna go find her account and I'll post it. Yes, uh, here in the and we're gonna leave the link the in the description thing below yeah. because this lady is hilarious. She's hilarious. The way that she puts her makeup on is just yes. like so unique, it, almost abusively. Like yeah. she's abusing herself, <laughs> and she oh, juicy lip, the juicy she's lip. Pretty I gnarly. did the juicy yep. lip today. Yeah. Now, something that we come in contact with constantly as business owners, especially mm -hmm. new business owners, is our own roadblocks and our own issues and our own relationship with money. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And that creates so many problems for online business owners, especially for new business owners. It creates so many problems. And I think that the journey that we go through is all about deepening our relationship and coming mm -hmm. to terms with our negative money mindset and charging what we're worth, but also raising what we're worth. Yes. So yeah, this, definitely. this is some deeply ingrained stuff. It's not easy to talk about. It's not even easy to, to figure out uh, because it's entangled with self-esteem issues and everything else. So in this episode, we wanted to unpack it a little bit. We want to give you some tips that we've learned so far that have been really helpful for us. Mm -hmm. And we also wanted to share with you uh, an experience that we had yeah, lately, just mm -hmm. recently, um, an email we got from a sponsor. And so this is going to be really fun. We're going to share that email with you. We're going to talk about basically setting your price. That's mm -hmm. how we're going to start the episode. And then we'll finish the episode. What are we going to talk about at the end of the episode? Uh, with how you can start working on your money mindset. Oh, some actionable tips uh -huh. that you can take. Yeah. To actually and some book recommendations for you because we are not business coaches. Uh, we are content coaches. Uh -huh. We we show you, we teach you uh, how to make your content. Uh, however, we are business owners and content creators, and mm -hmm. we know how hard it is to put a value on your work and to go out there and offer this, your baby, to other people that will take it or will fight you 
mm-hmm. uh, to come down in, on your price. Yeah. So so we know and we're going to be talking about from our own experience. Like yeah, Stephen and, we'll, said. and we'll drop a couple book recommendations that will really mm-hmm. help two books in particular. So let's get to this fun let's, episode. Yeah, let's if get you're going. ready, just, you know, set what you think you know about yourself and money aside and really just use this as an opportunity to look inward to see if maybe you as well have maybe some negative money mindsets. Mm -hmm. And if you are also wondering what to charge for your prices or how you're ever going to be able to increase your prices, then this episode is going to be a good one for you. Yeah. So should we start with, let's call him Jacinto. Uh, Let's... Well, this is under a point which is like you are the only one who can set up your prices. Okay, so that's point nobody one. else can do it for you. You are the only one who determines what your price mm-hmm. is, what yeah. you charge. And um, do you want to share the experience with Nathaniel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I said his name. Damn, yeah, it's Nathaniel. It's Nathaniel. Okay, we're just gonna reveal his name. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to say what company he was from or anything mm-hmm. else. And uh, I'm just, I'm going to keep saying his name. So yeah. we get emails all the time. And this might actually be encouraging if you're new to content creation or your business is brand new. After you pass a certain sort of amount of vanity metrics, I'd say the 10,000 mark is a pretty good mark for that. You're mm-hmm. going to start getting hit up a lot from people who actually want to work with you and sponsor your content. And so even if you didn't intend on taking part in what you would think of as influencer marketing, you're going to have those opportunities. And that Mm -hmm. can be a great way to have uh, an extra source of income that comes in and everything else. So that's been happening to us ever since our YouTube channel in particular hit 10,000. We get hit up on a daily basis more now than ever. Mm -hmm. And we get all sorts of a whole array of different sponsors and people from different companies, different characters, different characters (laughs) and different canned emails and different things and Mm -hmm. um, different products. Some of them are just outrageous. Like, that they don't you can tell they didn't haven't even looked at our brand at all mm-hmm. they're just looking for influencers there are also from sort of the inner workings of people looking sponsors looking there are websites that help people to find you in that regard there's social blade then there's another one it's called influencer hub i believe uh something with the word influencer in it and it actually shows you the metrics of people's channels even though they're not 100% accurate it gives companies an idea who might want to work with you to sponsor their products or services. It gives them an idea, you know, what your engagement rate is and how big your channel is and all of that. With all that said, I also briefly, before I share the story of Nathaniel, want to give you a warning about working with what I would call like mediation companies or middleman companies. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are bad, but Agencies. agencies, creative agencies, not all of them are bad. And this is uh, company that Nathaniel worked for is this type of company. And I'm not saying that his company is bad either. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that email in one second. But what they do is they actually work with companies who really don't have the time to be, you know, Googling and, mm-hmm. and YouTubing. Contacting and, the and scrolling on the TikTok. creators directly. I mean, yeah, contacting the creators directly, right? So it's a service that's very much needed from the standpoint of especially bigger companies who have a large advertisement budget Mm-hmm. And they're just looking for influencers of a certain range who have an audience that are interested in it, that would be interested or would be a good fit for their product. So these marketing agencies say, okay, hey, we'll set up a whole campaign for you. We're going to find a whole collection of content creators that will make, and we'll get them to make content for you. The problem here is that there's always gray area in the way that they negotiate. They're not necessarily speaking on behalf of the company. 
and they make that clear. And so there's, for that reason, the company doesn't really know how much they're going to ask the creator to make the video for, and the creator doesn't know how much the company is willing to pay them. One thing that is for certain is these middlemen need to make money for themselves, so they're going to have to take a cut. Mm -hmm. So in that case, that's why I would warn you to be very weary. And if they're contacting you on behalf of a company, maybe see if you can just get a hold of the company themselves because mm -hmm. the company is willing to pay you a lot more. So if they, for example, let's say you have a very small channel and they say, hey, we'll offer you $1,000 to make this video for us. Say, uh, no, how about 2000 You know, How about 4000 Because how much is the company paying you? Uh, don't be afraid to ask questions. These are mm -hmm. just people working for companies. And don't be afraid to hard negotiate and really try not to sell yourself short. Yeah, and they're representing companies with big marketing budgets. Yes. So they do have the funds. And to they pay do understand you. the value of smaller channels. Mm -hmm. You don't have or to have your marketing. Yeah. They don't have you don't have to have a million followers. And um the other thing to be weary of within the industry is there's sort of this known thing among companies that if you approach small channels, like for YouTube, for example, but even on the other social platforms. 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 um, subscribers. And you might think, if you only have a 200 subscribers, I know how that, I remember how that was. And you might mm -hmm. think, 20,000 is not a small channel. You'll get there. You'll get there. It, it happens a lot quicker than you think. And then um, what they'll do, they they have this kind of, like it's almost like a snickery thing. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they, I just imagine them snickering. Okay, Bart. <laughs> and their name's Bart. These creators, they'll just... They'll make content for you for free just because it's cool to work with a big company. <laughs> we can get a bunch of these 20,000. You don't like this character, I can tell. <laughs> Sorry. It's I, scary. Well, I don't like these people taking advantage of creators. Yeah. And so I want to make sure that you don't get taken advantage of. So, Nathaniel, we get an email, and he says <laughs> I, it was very refreshing. And we both read it because it was very concise. Yeah, we get very excited because... We love making videos. That's what we do for a living. Mm -hmm. And every time we get a sponsor video, we put uh, like our creative, our creativity. We just get immersed into our project. Yeah, and we give it our 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 life. We give it our best. Yeah, and so we get excited at any new opportunity. So we don't we consider every every opportunity. We mm -hmm. don't just oh, you know, we don't we're not snobs. Really. Uh, if it's good for our audience. Yeah, if it's good for our audience. So it was cool. It sounded great. But they were a marketing agency who, and he said, I have in his email, hello, I like your channel. That's usually how it starts. Mm -hmm. um, we're reaching out for people looking for business influencers. And I was wondering if you could share your prices with me and, and what those prices include. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Best, Nathaniel. I was like, how cool, you know, like just cut to the chase. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, cool, cut to the chase right back. Here you go. And I wrote an email. Very nice. I told them our prices and I told them what it includes, which I believe is a steal of a deal. But that is something that has taken us some time to get mm -hmm. to, to arrive at these prices did take some money mindset work. We used to just give ourselves away for free like those <laughs> snickering Bart guy. So really You're going to get the itchy nose again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I get an itchy <laughs> They don't talk, they bark. <laughs> yeah, damn, influencers. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. Hey, 
Hey, I'm interrupting the episode for a little announcement. You know you have to create content to attract more prospects online, but the whole thing seems daunting and too much to figure it out on your own. Which social media platform should I choose? Should I start making videos for IG Reels, TikTok, or YouTube? What skills do I need to learn? What equipment do I need? Or maybe you're considering starting a podcast for your business. And if any of that's the case, we want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for Smart and Simple Podcasting. It's our first coaching program where we, the Pod Sound School, will be teaching you how to create and launch a professional podcast from scratch. Content marketing, so your content is a lead generation machine for your business and different ways to maximize every time you record so you can create micro pieces of content that will go on different social media platforms. We'll be holding your hand through the whole process, meeting weekly with you, making sure that you're not getting left behind. We'll be teaching students and clients about podcast and video production and marketing for four years. Our approach to teaching is straightforward, innovative, and fun. So hurry up and go to podcastingsmart.com slash waitlist to sign up or find the link in the description of this episode. Stop working so hard on your content. Make your content work for you. Now back to the episode. A little bit later, we're in the middle of something and we get this disruptive email reply back mm-hmm. from Nathaniel. And he says, the most condescending term that should <laughs> never be said. You should never use this term with all due respect. If somebody says with all due respect, they're about to slam you with something. <laughs> it's just putting you up. I'm about to insult you. Mm-hmm. You know, I should have said, here comes an insult. But with all due respect, your prices are four times higher than any influencer with similar metrics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but this is very close to what he mm-hmm. actually said. Unless I'm missing something. Oh, yeah. Unless I'm missing something, mm-hmm. I think we'll pass. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm missing something. I wasn't really waiting around to see if, if you would pass <laughs> to begin with. So I'm sorry. I think we'll pass, Nathaniel. And I think that actually exposes Nathaniel's negative money mindset. Mm-hmm. And it all, but however, it exposes ours too. Yeah, because we took it personal. We did. I take took it personal. personal. We tried I took it personal to, because, but we took it personal. I think when somebody just challenges your value, challenges your work, it just it, it forces you to. It just it, it makes you uncomfortable. Makes you icky. Makes you hateful. Yeah. Makes you. It, it hurts. And it really. So goes, we went into that like, like why is it hurting this much? And I think it's because. We have struggled so much mm-hmm. with asking for our worth, just putting a, a number on what we do and a number who feels good and feels right and feels like we have integrity. Uh, we've been giving ourselves for free or we've been giving ourselves too cheap. And yeah. that that has like it it, it has hurt our, our self-esteem as a business. Yeah. And our own personal self-esteem. So yeah. that's why when we're met with resistance, we go to that place of like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. like what a blow. Yeah. And the thing that was interesting about that particular email is that how sad would it be for me to be like, oh, well, I, I imagine. May, was he, What's your budget? Yeah. Would he want me to come back with a counter like, oh, uh-huh. well, we can lower it half that. Like I wasn't even going to begin negotiating. But what makes me sad is to think if he's telling the truth and if there are similar creators and influencers that he talked to within our range of metrics mm-hmm. that are charging four times less than we are. And if you're one of those, I would urge you to raise your prices by four times immediately mm-hmm. because that 
four times less than what we charge would be not enough to pay your editors. It wouldn't be enough worth the time for Veronica just to get in her makeup, you know? And by the way, I'm having some makeup problems. She's having makeup problems. Not a big deal. We can keep <laughs> going. The show must go on. I can keep talking. I'm a little nervous, but I'm still talking. I yeah, continue. like, you know, hell, I spend so much money on skincare and makeup. It's like... Yeah, hello. Hello. <laughs> and we're a company. I mean, there's so much more that goes in to actually being able to create mm -hmm. content that people might think. And also the irksome thing. And then we can move on from this. Uh, we'll finish this off by really nailing in the fact that you should set your own price. But mm -hmm. the irksome thing about this is that Vanity metrics really, and so we've gotten in other arguments. I've been in multiple arguments with other people trying to get us to make videos for them. And I don't know why they want to argue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so weird. But vanity metrics are not the only thing to consider. No. Okay. Because the engagement and who the audience of the person is, how engaged they are, what they stand for their audience, and also the growth that eventually is going to happen to that video and the brand awareness that happens with the video. If you're just looking at metrics, then you're just looking at conversions. Then you're just looking at numbers and try. And I understand you need to do that in order to speak with your company and, you know, we'll charge you this much money and we anticipate that they'll get this many views on their video. So it's like money for views, money for metrics, mm -hmm. which is understandable. But when you focus on just that math, you miss the whole real picture yeah. of the thing. Yeah. And you do, and it takes a lot of work to build an audience. It takes a lot of work and dedication to nourish an audience mm -hmm. to the point that that they would buy what you recommend to them. It takes a lot of integrity, a lot of trust you have built over the years. It doesn't happen overnight. We've been doing this for four years, and maybe you've been doing this also for four years or longer, so you know how much it takes. Also, it comes to how you want to position your business and your your service mm -hmm. on the market. Are you going to be the Louis Vuitton of your industry or are you going to be the purse that is sold at Target? Th they both have the same functionality. Yes. But one is high end and the other one is for the regular consumer. So how are you positioned? And that will help you set your prices. If you're going to be the Louis Vuitton, then you have to set your prices accordingly. Yeah. Because if you want to be the Louis Vuitton and you're too cheap, then you're going to be attracting the wrong crowd to you, the, the the wrong client to you. Yeah. So if you want to attract a certain type of client, you'll be forced to set a higher price just so you can reach that client or that audience. Yeah. And it's actually good for marketing too. You know, this, there's this idea of the chef's table at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, there's also this idea of, wedding. let's say that you are at a wedding and you have wedding photography and you're looking for a photographer to take pictures for your wedding. Now you could just get your cousin Larry to come in and do that for you. Mm -hmm. He took a photography class in community Why college. Larry? Well, I don't know. Larry's a good name. And he took a photography class at community college and he's pretty good. And he'll come in and he'll, he'll do the cousin, you know, you're going to give him a hundred dollars and he'll give you some photos or you can go with the best of the best. Mm -hmm. That gives you all of the packages and brings two or three camera operators with them and lighting and mm -hmm. has a place to take these custom photos. Mm -hmm. and, Right. And that you want to memorialize your wedding in that way. It's just one moment. And in it's time. one moment in time. You realize it's worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. You want so to trust it to a professional that the professionals know that and they set themselves up that mm -hmm. way. So it's that you can you be the chef's table? Can you make yourself the chef's table? 
Can you start looking at yourself that way? Can you take your services and turn them into premium services? There is a price, and we're going to get to that, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a price for everything, and, mm-hmm. and there is a customer for everything. There's and a customer for and everything. And the thing that's funny about Nathaniel— And a Nathaniel, price is just a price. The thing that's funny about Nathaniel is we're actually currently, at, at the same time mm-hmm. that we received that email from Nathaniel, we were making, in the pros- production process of making a video for a sponsor who was paying us mm-hmm. that price. Yeah. So a price is a price. A price is a price. You'll have people who will pay that price and you'll have people to, that will walk away. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's okay. And that's also a pricing model. So let's say since we're getting all of these emails, you might say, well, if you guys lowered your price, then you could make maybe you could make more money in the long run. Yes, but then we'd also have to lower the quality of our production. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we just want to flip a phone up on us real quick and be like, hey, check out this cool product. Okay, cool. Then yeah, that would be worth Nathaniel's price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and believe me. We make premium me, content. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. And the person who's paying you $2,000 is going to demand as much from you as the person who's paying 10000 Yes, the same demand. The same demand. The same revisions. So who would you choose to work with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that, why don't we move on to our next point? Work on your money mindset. Yes. This is. And we have look back. Yeah. Okay. So. I think by look back, we basically just mean take an inventory of your life Mm -hmm. as far as take you where you are right now and go in reverse every job you've ever had, every look at the clients and and the services and the, and the students and things that you're working with right now, but then go back to your first job. What what was your first job when you were a teenager? Mm -hmm. And then go back to your childhood and look at what, how money was thought of or treated in your house. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, how was like for you? How was money treated for you in your house? Uh, it was so scarce. It was, it was, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, no, <laughs> like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> you don't want to, oh, I know. Well, and how well, were, there was just never enough. There was just never enough. And it, it was just a lot of fear associating with not having money, not having enough to eat. And then how did you view people who had a lot of money, like really wealthy people? Unattainable. Like that wasn't for me. And that was just, you know, to get where they were, I would have to, it was just impossible for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also there's these common things that people will believe that money's evil mm-hmm. or that it's greedy. There's a really common thing, belief that if I have a lot of money, that means that other people don't. And how dare I you know, drive around in this luxury car or take mm-hmm. a private jet somewhere mm-hmm. to be the extreme when there's so much starvation and so much suffering in the world. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go very far on social media to see a new celebrity being attacked for driving their or flying around in their private jet. Mm-hmm. You know, and if anybody ha- happens to know the fuel consumption of a private jet, I'd like to know that because I don't think it's as much as these people attacking the people. Are. But anyway, I, di- I digress. Mm-hmm. The You know what I'm saying? And then there's also um, these expressions rotten rich filthy mm-hmm. rich all of these ideas that you may actually have with that money, money is evil mm-hmm. and then perhaps the biggest one which is a real like hard one to deal with is that you have to work mm-hmm. to make money and that time equals money mm-hmm. and that is the problem i think that most people get into is that you start trading your time for money and if you read a lot of these money mindset books, you realize that it's not about trading your time for money. That's working for other people. And this goes back to setting your own price. Mm -hmm. If you could say to Nathaniel, excuse me, Nathaniel, if I want somebody to determine my price, if I want somebody to determine how much I get paid, I'll go back to my nine to five. Thank thank you. (laughs) Right? 
Yeah, and that's one of the things like we're coming from, if you are a new entrepreneur, we're coming from somebody else's determining how much money we get. We get our paycheck and that's mm -hmm. it. Like if you want to get more money, then you may have to uh, work more hours or get another job. So it's hard for us when we come into entrepreneurship and say like, wait a minute, like for this very small amount of time, I get, it feels wrong. But instead of looking at the amount of work that you put into a project for a client or the amount of work that you put into coaching or whatever it is that you do, look at the results because that's what, that's why they're paying for. They're not paying you to be your slave, their slave. They're paying you for their results that you can get them achieve in, in, in a small amount of time. Time is a currency these days. Mm -hmm. And if you can help somebody just save six months of learning on, on their own, if you can help somebody to reach that next level that they've been like stuck at mm -hmm. so they can accomplish more things, make more money. So that's what you need to look at. Just focus, pay attention to the results. Based on that, that's what you're going to use to set your prices. Yeah, the results. And and you can really, once you learn your people more and you develop a relationship with your people, you can, it's not only about solving problems uh, and introducing them to problems that they might not know they have. Uh, it's about more than that. It's mm -hmm. about, you know, and some of the problems that you would solve aren't just like, what I mean is they're not on the surface. There are a few layers underneath that like veronica mentioned time mm -hmm. is a big one but another big one is like fear mm -hmm. um, and insecurities right blocks and blocks and if you can help them get rid of those blocks overcome mm -hmm. those fears mm -hmm. and you know advance like in for the wedding photography if you can capture encapsulate that moment mm -hmm. take all of the worry off of their hands mm -hmm. and and create a and just hey you don't worry you enjoy your wedding we got this covered mm -hmm. right you can charge that is worth so much. Mm -hmm. Just ask yourself how much you would pay for that. Mm -hmm. And finally, one thing that Veronica mentions to me all the time is she says, what if you were negotiating on behalf of one of our editors mm -hmm. who work for us? You would value them very high. You would make sure that every little added on bonus that that was accounted for, mm -hmm. you would say, no, 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 she does not work that cheap. Mm -hmm. She needs this and this. How come you can't negotiate like that for yourself? Mm -hmm. Why are we so willing to sell ourselves so short mm -hmm. and over deliver and undercharge? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with that, why don't we leave you with two really cool book recommendations? So the first one is The Chillpreneur. I'm obsessed with her podcast and yes. with her book, uh, Denise Duffield. Yes. I think that's a book that every entrepreneur should read. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. The approach that she has to entrepreneurship, to uh, setting your prices, to growing your company, to all of that yeah. is, is, is Her really money cool. Her mindset stuff is so cool. She has the F off price mm -hmm. is one of the things that she <laughs> talks about, which is really cool. And really like just so much so many good nuggets of wisdom in that. Mm -hmm. So definitely check that out. We'll leave the link in the description of this episode. Yeah, it's been key for us to raise our prices Yeah, and to enjoy what we and do. And then the other book is The Mountain Is You. The Mountain Is You. It's a really cool book. It's a great read. Uh, so both of these are available as audiobooks too, which we're really into. Audiobooks and podcasts are kind of in the same category for me. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of doing the dishes, I, I don't do the dishes. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts. So and the, the laundry. Yeah, those are our two recommendations. 
And let us know how you feel about this. Do you feel like you're not charging enough currently? Mm-hmm. Find us on social media at Pod Sound School. You can comment wherever you're listening or watching this podcast. Leave us a comment. Yeah, and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you to reach that next level. Yeah, and we have even more tips than we can pack into this mm-hmm. episode. And until the next episode, good luck with all of your yeah. content creation. Come and say hi endeavors. on social media. Uh-huh. I'm on Instagram, Pod Sound School. Bye. Hey, up, my friend. <laughs>